0: Warning! This episode contains foul language and tasteless jokes, and makes mention of murder, accidental death, overdose, and satanic rituals. weird The podcast for all things strange and unusual, creepy and crunchy, wild and wicked, and sometimes you can be sad. This week is our season five finale. And what a better way to send us off than do a little 2021 recap. This year wasn't quite as batshit as 2020, but a lot of very weird stuff did happen and we didn't get to cover all of it. So today is our last chance to get everything in before we say farewell. From new conspiracies to wild news stories to topics we wanted to bring to an episode but never got a chance, this episode is full of the strange and unusual. My name is Ashley and this is my co-host Lauren. Hello, weirdos. And joining us today is a very special guest. It's our first time recording together in years and the last time recording together in Los Angeles. Please welcome the hilarious, the heated, and the handsome joe oaks <laughs> <laughs> oh hey oh, hey, guys. hey bitches me. i'm here hey everybody he's been watching a lot of real housewives so and he is on here it. to talk let's about it
1: i am feeling sassy bitches let's do this <laughs> nice.
0: my favorite
2: joe intro that cannot be beat is when he pretended to be me one time when you guys <laughs> recorded together without me and you were like please welcome lauren hi Hi, hi, weird. Oh,
1: hi, hi Like a
3: voice hi, that I'm was weirdos. not mine.
1: Honestly, your regular speaking voice is the closest Close, to mine. Way yeah. closer to your actual <laughs> yeah. voice. But I needed to. Hi, hi, hi. This is Lauren. I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm feeling shy today.
2: <laughs> it was so good.
0: Uh, Lauren and I are drinking champagne because it is our last time recording together in person it's, for the foreseeable future.
2: Yeah, I can't really talk about it. Or no, I'll start we will crying, cry. Yes, I so picked up some bubbly. It for us. And it's it's actually pretty good. I it's didn't actually do the delicious. $3 one, guys. Mm-hmm. So it's
0: all right. Yep. I'm going to drink it all. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, so usually for our finale, we try and do something big, right? We try and do an investigation. We try to do a listener ghost stories. But this year, it's a little bit of a crunch time. Joe and I are moving. Nothing's oh, yeah. going to work out. And I was like, how could we make our 2021 wrap up a little special. And then I remembered the last time you guys were on the mic together in an episode, I think was season two. Because oh season three- be It's
1: been a while. Yeah.
0: You were pregnant, mm-hmm. so Joe would fill in for you sometimes. Right. That was, a, han- was, that was so a handy Ill.
1: way to- to yeah. give you a break, and because uh, yeah. I was so Season ill. Season four yeah. and
0: five, we've been separated. So Joe and I would do right. stuff every once in a while. But yeah, I don't think you guys have been on together no, since Beatles.
2: Since, since conspiracy theories, where I pissed Joe off <laughs> beyond. That's actually with why. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. actually why
1: you you <laughs> left you left you the recording left studio that <laughs> night and you walked out. And mouth. Mouth. I looked at Ashley and I said, "Never, never, never, never again."
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't ever bring that bitch just back like, just like the home. holocaust
1: <laughs> never again now look at this well, look at this embarrassment of riches look at all the talent we've got You're on the, the microphone in right? my oh, my
0: room. God, I
2: don't look at this this is a great episode yeah like, it's already you
0: great have, you know what we actually don't even have best. to do anything you know what know. screw this we're not actually moving. yeah, yeah we'll we just can't we just move away forever. from this <laughs> too much of a good
1: thing
2: such a good trio in this room
0: Uh, Before we do get into it today, I did want to promote a couple things. Please, if you haven't already and you love our show, consider donating to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast because this is how we make our money to produce this show and this is the nest egg that will ensure we get to come back for a sixth season next year. You can donate as little as a dollar and as much as $10 to our show and in return you'll get a shout out. Bonus episodes, two of them a month, and a newsletter that gets sent out on the last day of every month that is full of good stuff. We will still be releasing episodes even when we are on hiatus, so it gives you the opportunity to get content when nobody else is. Suckers. We got that bonus content coming.
1: Yeah, eat it, you jerks. (laughs) Yeah, eat it, jerks.
0: Speaking of shout outs, I do want to give a very warm welcome and a huge thank you to our new patrons this month natalie carr jessica kunzel and courtney cloud thank you all so so much that's welcome three, that's three
1: heroes right there three yeah, three hometown heroes
0: i almost said american heroes but here's the thing are they american i don't know we don't right. know three worldly heroes are worldly. they from earth we don't know
1: might not even be human when you
0: might think about not it. even be it's human true. we love you we're thankful Also, just a thank you in advance for your patience and understanding over the next month as Joe and I move all of our things. Literally after this episode gets released and I finish the bonus materials this weekend, I'm putting this down until I get to Illinois so there will be very little social media content. I will not be available to answer messages. I'm truly disappearing. So please don't think I've abandoned you or that I don't love you unconditionally. It's just... A very sad and stressful time and I will be MIA and Lauren will do her best to keep up on social media, but she's only one woman.
2: I will definitely be keeping up with messages and memes. I can't promise much more, but <laughs>
0: yes, I will be
2: no, I will be able to keep up with you guys especially on social media. I feel like that is one area where I like I can you thrive. Get on. Yeah, I can thrive yeah, because when Wilder thrive. takes a nap, I just get on yeah. and I go wild tonight. So I will be there it. to answer your messages and any questions
0: you have, but yeah, give Ashley it'll actually be, a be fucking you know break. what? A fun time to message us because you'll actually know who you're speaking to. That is true. What is hilarious
2: is nobody, first of all, ever knows who's answering them, even when we're separate. But what's even funnier is Ashley and I will respond because we're us within seconds of each other and both send a response. Oh, yeah. To people in DMs where it's like, I really like this movie. I really hate this movie back to back. And (laughs) so you just never know who it is. You never know who it
0: is. Joey, do you have anything? Any old news? Any old business? Old
1: business. Don't make anything up. Hmm. Yeah,
0: okay. Oh, that means no. He really see. has something here. Any
1: old business? Old,
0: since the well, last time you've been you on you the have show, some drama. Do you have anything you Do need? I have to- any
1: Drama. Mm. Had a had a weird experience at the grocery store yesterday. Yeah, okay, had a moment no? with a guy with a German Shepherd. It was weird. Oh no. Yeah, and then I and then I uh, uh I thought the guy followed me. It was it was it was a, it was a weird thing. Basically, nice. lo- long story short, when I when I drove home I had noticed that a, a white car had followed me like to our driveway. Uh, and then as soon as I got to like our driveway and pulled in, I saw the car turn around. And this was like after I had a weird exchange with this guy in the parking lot. Yeah. With his German Shepherd. The guy was like obviously like not dealing with a full deck of cards, but a guy's got like a hundred pound German Shepherd with him. Yeah. I'm not, You're not gonna, gonna mess with I'm him. I'm not gonna go yeah, uh-uh. stepping, you know what uh-uh. I mean? And I thought he followed me home. So I literally like pulled into my parking spot, popped the trunk, popped the tire iron out of the backs, and walked into the street like, all right, man, let's fucking do this. I'm not going to let cool. you see where I live and drive away to come attack me while I'm not Damn. here. Damn. But, uh, but I don't think it was him. <laughs> it
3: was just a random person. It was just like, a random guy, guy picking his doing? kid up from
1: daycare, and I'm out there with a tire iron, like, what's up, man? What's up? Like, this is where I was going to park, but I guess what's up? I won't.
0: <laughs> All right. Pretty tough right. with your fucking dog. Okay. Well, and he
1: was like, What are you talking about? He's
0: like, It's a stuffed animal for my child. <laughs> well,
1: I've never seen you before.
0: I just have Tommy and a polar bear in I'm the I'm picking up my son. And right. I was like, Yeah, now you are. Oh, well, boy. that okay. is a good lesson for everyone to always be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, True, and, and you know?
1: keep a tire iron in the, in the trunk of your car that because isn't honestly, a bad idea. when I thought I was getting followed, I was like, I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. Yes. And I went and grabbed my tire iron. So.
2: Yep. It's good to have a tool of sorts with
0: yeah, you. Yeah, you know, of course. But times, it turns yes. out
1: that th- I, I think it was just a different guy. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, you know. Okay.
0: That's how most of these stories end. If you're lucky, that's how these stories end. <laughs> yeah. and if you're turns lucky, out yes. I was wrong.
1: Turns out I didn't have to hit somebody in the head with a tire iron. It was, a good, it was a good day. A serial
0: <laughs> it was until serious.: It was a real good day. All right. Let's get. A- Please forgive me and Lauren if we belch champagne we are drinking burps, the champagne baby we're going to start in this in honor
1: l- of uh moving to champagne
0: in honor oh, of moving to look champagne at that. Well, how about
2: that?
0: today we're going to start with it. some weird news stories so lauren what happened this year
2: yes i mean a lot obviously a lot but you know i'm not going to bore you with all of the stories i actually Wanted to start with a news story that just happened like a week ago, oh, shit. and maybe you guys have heard of this. I'm sure a lot of these stories we've all heard of. We're, Wait, of, we're doing Look, a recap. I'm
1: going to enhance your story. This just happened.
2: Um, a week ago we found out about this, and it's still we- happening. We could go so close yes. enough.
1: All right, you re- are you ready to break the story?
2: Yes. Beep, Why? <laughs> Three people are dead, and hun- damn. Um, No, this is real, actually. That sounded like I was kidding. This is really scary. Three people are dead and hundreds are injured after inclement weather roused hordes of venomous scorpions out of their hiding places and into streets and homes in Egypt.
1: Nightmare fuel.
2: Well, nightmare fuel. This just happened last week. Well, I
0: wish I were dead. (laughs)
2: Super intense rain, dust storms, and even snow in the southern city of Aswan, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, last week, which drove out scorpions as well as snakes, all very venomous creatures. Three people have died from scorpion stings, and 450 people have been injured by the stings thus far, according to BBC News. Those who have been injured are being treated with anti-venom medications in the hospital as well as in medical centers that are located in more remote areas because this is happening all over in areas where like there is not
0: a lot of help do you know next to them what would happen first of all for any Ask Me Everything fans, this sounds like a job for Electro. It sh- oh my If there God. was ever a
1: job for Electro. <laughs> this is
0: the one. This is this it. Is it. Need-
1: Imagine you're in your house. You're in Egypt. You're, you're standing on a table with a little broom trying to fight them off like Davy Crockett at the Alamo. And while you're about to get overrun, all of a sudden, like the fucking Kool Aid man, here comes Electro <laughs> bursting through the wall of your house, completely electrified, just, just zip,
0: zap, Z- zapping Z- all those
3: words.
1: That's what we
2: need.
1: That's. I think that's how the Electro biopic starts.
0: Yeah, thousand percent. Horde of Electro on war
1: Egypt, two thousand twenty-one.
0: For some reason, scorpions are everywhere. I just. Here's what I think. If this was happening anywhere near me. I would get the biggest pair of boots you ever did see. I'm talking like. Frankenstein and just wear them at all platform times. Platform boots. Yeah, and everywhere I walked, I'd be stomping. Y- you'd
1: look mm-hmm. like a goth kid in 1999. I would just
2: exactly stomp every and step.
0: just stomp all over the
2: earth, but yeah. wear them to bed as well. And I say that because oh, I had God, friends. I didn't think
0: about sleeping.
2: I had friends who um, have lived in Texas for like all of their lives and then moved out here, and they said they would always have to check their boots before they went anywhere because it was a known thing that scorpions would crawl into your boots if you were like out. Just kidding. Maybe I won't. Wear that's what I'm saying. If you're going to wear the boots, apocalypse. I love it. Love the stomp stomping, but you have to have them on at all times because otherwise a scorpion's going to crawl on in there. And that's in Texas. In Egypt, they're coming out. Like, scorpions are maybe going to come at you in Texas. In Egypt, because of these storms driving them out with flooding, like they're coming out of their little holes, their little caves, and they are just... They're coming in the masses and stinging these people. The fact that 450 people are seriously injured and being treated.
0: My word.
2: It's it's just too much. And three people have died, which is horrible. I'm thankful that it's not more. Those numbers obviously could go up, but now they're they're trying to be more on top of it. It came as a total surprise, yeah, extra doctors are being brought in, like they are on alert, and residents are being asked to stay inside their homes. The governor um Asraf Atia, the Aswan Governor had to limit traffic for a time, closing local highways to prevent accidents due to limited mobility in the rain. So this is also just like how bad the storming is, which is driving out these scorpions and these venomous snakes. But um, yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, scorpion stings can be lethal. And the Egyptian fat-tailed scorpion specifically is a species found throughout northern Africa, and it is in particular described to be one of the most deadly creatures in the world. So we
0: are trying. To
2: think of Egypt and hope you guys are
0: doing okay Because that sounds you guys horrible are okay. I don't hey, know if anyone's listening name. from Egypt But watch out for Ooh. those Scorpie boys Hey,
1: would you like to hear an adjective That I never want to hear used In the name of a kind of scorpion mm-hmm. Yeah Fat <laughs>
3: The fat That's tail. True. That is, yeah,
1: true. no. True. I don't. I want nothing about a scorpion to be luscious. What
3: if it yeah. was
2: the chubby-tailed? Would that be the same thing, or would it sound a little, a little too dirty? It would sound
1: better. Chubby yeah, would chubby. be like he's just the little guy,
0: right? Like you're a little like <laughs> but no. The I want a fat him.
1: tail it's like I geez, it's all thick and juicy. No thank
0: you. Yeah, the fat more venom can nope. stick in that what fat about, tail. I don't
1: want one bullet, please.
0: <laughs> what about like stinky-tailed?
1: Is Aww. that a scary
0: word? <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think of stinky tail. tail. He's not gonna hurt you, he just gonna make you a little smelly.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to throw out some adjectives and see how Joe felt about them. Yeah. the stinky tailed scorpion. I
1: prefer it to fat.
2: Okay. So stinky and chubby over fat. Fine. we All right.
1: No thanks. Girthy, I'm good. <laughs> Supple, no thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> luscious. I'm all no, right. The luscious, the, vo-
1: the voluptuous scorpion. It's like sexy. voluptuous. Cor- what about the oh, fish? Are they saucy now?
0: The-, the fish we learned about on the last episode, which was the sarcastic. That cracked something me up or other. so much. There's yes, a sarcastic the sarcastic. Fish. There's it's a called the sarcastic. sarcastic fish. Fish. Hold on. I know. Now sarcastic I feel like we have
1: to fish look at it. She's like, oh, great. You caught me. <laughs> <That's>, Thank you. <laughs> that's exactly wow, the joke
2: thanks. I made of like, it's oh, ca- how sarcastic is it? And yeah. it was Ashley and Isaac were both like, no, it's sarcastic in the way that's not the actual. It's definition. called
0: the sarcastic fringe head, and it looks like the vampire from Blade 2. Yeah. I... Yeah. You like so that that's, boy? That's terrifying. Yeah. He's scary.
1: Uh, why do they call it sarcastic? I that's don't know. That's what I said.
2: I had so many questions, but. I
0: don't know. I like that he's a little sassy and has some
2: rainbow
1: color, along him. with
2: the horrifying features.
1: He's like, cool, nature photographer. Cool. Just oh. what I wanted today.
0: Just what I wanted when I swam thanks. out of my hole.
1: Oh, thanks.
2: Oh, that sarcastic bitch. Okay. <laughs> All right, what um, else is going on in since this? Since uh, I did a recent story, now let's flash back to January. Remember you know? January, like, Remember guys? when that was a month? Remember when we, started we were like, this oh, week?
0: Only a few more months, probably, of this. <sighs> it
2: was so funny when January hit, and we're like, thank God we're out of the worst year to ever yeah. happen to us. And then 2021 and just And then 2021 threw a happened, and
0: my best friend died, and I, <laughs> yeah, I had a horrible year. It was it's like, a lot. cool, cool, cool. Twenty twenty, yes. not looking so bad. Hey,
1: but twenty twenty two though, you guys. Twenty twenty two though, guys. This is gonna be we the go. one. This is our year. This is, it. <laughs> this
2: is our year.
1: No stopping us now. Uh,
2: nope. No, and this story is not be as bad as the Scorpions. It was just Great. really, it jumped out at me. It it was interesting to me. A man who lived in O'Hare Airport for three months before he was found back in January I of this, this year I has this just recently been acquitted of the trespassing charge that was against him. Um, Last name Singh, that's how he's just referred to in all of this. Singh, age 37, came to the United States nearly six years ago to earn a master's degree. He had been living in Orange County in California, and he boarded a flight from Los Angeles to Chicago last October back in 2020 for what was supposed to be the first leg of his return flight home to India. But coronavirus hit. We all know the pandemic. It left Singh very afraid to fly, very anxious about travel, about Everything in general. So he's sitting at O'Hare Airport like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do the long leg. So he never boarded a plane because of his anxiety, and instead he lived in the secured terminal for three months where he had access to restrooms, strangers who would buy him food, and all the (laughs) comforts of the airport with nobody detecting him for three months.
0: I mean... That's baller. That's like that Tom Hanks movie. I know. I'm kind of like, well done. (laughs) Well done. What was that Tom Hanks movie? Terminal. Terminal.
2: It's literally called Terminal. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought of too. I thought of that immediately. And it's like you get how you could get away with it. Like you can live that way for a while. Tell me
0: how it's – so he was charged with trespassing? Is he was,
2: but this is what's interesting. He got really lucky because while in court, it was proven that there just there was not enough in the situation to properly charge him with trespassing. After his arrest, the TSA, which we all know regulates security at the airport for and specifically in this case for O'Hare, said he did not violate any airport regulations. No like, specific
1: laws that say you can't pay for a ticket, make it to the and gates then and then just stay.
2: There is just nothing specific in the laws. Yeah, there is nothing that says, like, you can't just live here. Like, he wasn't breaking any security. He had checked everything he needed to check. He He was buying things within the airport. Yeah, he obviously wasn't, you
0: know, trashing the bathrooms. like He was staying clean. He was staying quiet. Because he was trying to hide.
2: I bet his balls smelled.
0: I mean, I'm sure he wasn't the
1: cleanest.
0: No, you can get a pretty good, if you're like in the airport overnight, you can get a pretty good wash in a airport sink, I you think. You think
1: you can get a good ball wash in a, in the middle of an airport? Okay, that's up to t- you. I've
0: never washed balls, so I yeah, can't tell same. you. That's you
2: don't
1: think you, know you could where they go. Pop you them know in a sink? You know where they hang.
0: I know where they hang, right, but could you pop them in a sink? I'm thinking though I could I could wash my vagina in an airport bathroom. Yeah. Vagina
1: is a, a little different. I mean balls. I, I would say it's harder. I, I, I was
0: gonna say I think it's harder. You could plop your balls in a
2: sink. We or on the that. counter. Just Gotta, plop them on
1: the counter. Kind of can't plop balls in a sink. It's really? hard. The angles tough.
2: Go but to the what bathroom. If you, what if you put your leg up? Well, that's, but, the but then, yeah. you,
1: but then you're the guy who's got his fucking leg up on the sink. But washing he's there his nutsack in the middle when of the night.
2: yeah. No, nobody else is
1: red
0: there.
2: eye. Baby, that's the thing. Yeah. The red eye flights have all taken off, and he has those like sweet hours of nobody. Oh, being I have there. an Plopped
1: idea. I guess if he's there like, an by idea. himself, but I didn't. I think, think he, he was
2: alive.
0: Bottle of water. Yeah. Take it into a stall. Yeah. You got soap on your hand. Bottle of yeah. water. You can just C-c-c-c-c- squat. Squat over the.
1: That's yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's how you do it.
0: His balls are fine, guys.
2: I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. I take it back. I'm sure he was all right. I'm sure he smelled okay.
1: Yeah. As long, I think, as long as you can get your balls, your pits, and your bee hole, I think everything else is fine. (laughs) Anyway, continue.
2: So an aviation department spokeswoman was quoted saying, Mr. Singh did not breach or improperly enter any secured areas. He arrived there like tens of thousands of arriving passengers do every day by stepping off of a plane. While we don't speculate on Mr. Singh's motivations, he decided to remain in the secure area and made every effort to blend in as a passenger and airline employee until his arrest. So everyone's sort of looking at him like, we're not a fan of what you did, but you didn't break a rule, <laughs> but we can't so we're letting it go. You. He does have a couple of more court appearances, you know, like there, – people are bringing up other charges, they're trying to do things, but it really looks like he's going to get away with it just because, like, the laws are not written clearly enough, and he really, like, kept to himself and kept clean, so it's looking like he's going to escape any charge, and uh, the only thing that he may be in trouble for is he escaped a charge for allegedly violating the terms of some electronic monitoring that he had for a bond <laughs> that he had on him. This is, like, after he was caught in the airport. What did so, he like, have on
1: him, a bond?
2: Yeah. What? There was a bond out for him after he was caught oh, at the airport. I see. And so, like, he's been showing up for everything, but there was one time where he escaped... Um, not even one of his Let's court hearings, but like go. a meeting he was supposed to have. So this is like his one thing, and that may be brought up against him. But in the end, it's going to be like Whatever. a fine.
1: Go, I feel like Give we've got bigger fucking, fucking fish to we fry. Do. I think he's going to be fined
2: up. some money, a little slap on the wrist. But like that is the one thing that they are able to hold charge on him because everything else is kind of saying, dude, you're good. But yeah, I, you're fine." Come on, I man. can't believe it. He just lived in the airport. I'm like, all right.
1: Pretty wild. I love that. I think you really, really, really got to be into uh, like bar American style food to live in an airport for three oh, months. Absolutely, you got really got to be a guy who's like TGI Friday. I
2: was thinking Woo-hoo! of the like Chili's too. Yeah. It's not even a full Chili's,
0: yeah. but you get like. At least he was at O'Hare. Can you imagine getting O'Hare stranded at option. Phoenix oh. Airport oh for three months? I no. can't even so find what, I'd lunch be at the there. Phoenix
1: Airport than Phoenix. <laughs>
0: hey! Hey! He did it. Good job, uh,
1: Take that, Phoenix.
2: Um, this was a very popular story. A lot of people sent it to us. I think it was posted on our Facebook page, but I thought it needed just like a recapping because it's insane. The man who was swallowed and spit out by a whale. Love yeah, that. that was wild. And I'm like, I know we've all heard this, but like we just, we have to bring it up because now, this it's insane. This was not the
0: same guy.
1: This was not Jonah, honey. No, no not Jonah. This, this wasn't Jonah. Jonah.
0: Yes. Uh, this was okay. was a Monica. No, the, we did it this week in Weird, but I think that was last year where a guy got uh, half eaten by a whale.
2: Yes. Yeah. I do think that was a different story because this okay. one we never did on an episode, but people posted it in our okay. Facebook group. So Massachusetts lobster diver Michael Packard, age 56, was swallowed and spit back out by a whale. Wow. He said of the experience, all of a sudden, I felt this huge shove, and the next thing I knew, it was completely black. I could sense I was moving and I could feel the whale squeezing me with the muscles in his mouth. I was completely inside of him, completely black, but I thought to myself, there's no way I'm getting out of here. I'm done. I'm dead. All I could think of was my children, my two boys who are 12 and 15, He didn't know what to do except just accept his fate. So Packard thinks he was in the whale's mouth for about 30 seconds, felt like an eternity to him. He was able to breathe because he had his breathing apparatus on from being a diver. And in an effort to save himself, it was kind of his last ditch effort. He really had accepted that he was going to go. But he began shaking the whale's head because there's enough (laughs) like space in its mouth. He was like, I'm just going to start shaking, banging on the sides. The animal did eject him and say, this ain't what I want. And in a Facebook post, he said that the whale spit me out as fast as he could, and he escaped with only bruises, no broken bones.
1: Wow! Totally fine. What's this guy's name? Michael Packard. Michael Packard, fifty-six-year-old Massachusetts lobster diver Michael Packard was swallowed by a whale off the shore at Cape Cod this weekend. When asked for comment on his initial experience, he said to the whale, "Hey, fuck you." <laughs>
0: Hey, fuck you, buddy! Hey, fuck
1: you, buddy! Oh, it was horrible. I was thinking about how I was never going to see my kids again. I was thinking about how I never get my boys. I was thinking about how I never get to see them sit at the bleachers at Fenway and get fucking hammered during Tommy, a, Tommy during a Sox Bobby. game. Bobby. 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 Tommy and Bobby. and go
2: Bobby. I was going to miss. I was
1: going to miss Tommy. I was going to miss Sully. I was going to miss Maki. I was going to miss all the boys from <laughs> L Street. Frankie. That ah. <laughs> oh, was horrible. Frankie. Frankie two time. Johnny Bones. Johnny Joey Breathed. I had to get back. You got to hear him finish the drag of his cigarette first yeah yeah i was like what the fuck man i'm out here i'm just trying i'm, I'm minding my own goddamn business i'm diving for lobsters this fucking whale comes up behind me
0: <laughs> swallows me whole swallows <sighs> me
1: whole i start fucking banging around in his mouth banging on all sides <laughs> I'm, I'm just causing a fucking ruckus in this thing's mouth trying to get him to spit me the fuck out
2: yeah oh my god <laughs> those, are,
1: those are my people
2: oh, yeah joe our angel from above. That Our is angel exactly from above.
0: Or below. Depends or below. on below. how you look at him. Yeah.
2: Whichever yeah.
1: way you oh, well, look That, at that one's debatable. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys hear about Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos?
1: <laughs> I fucking love this guy. What? <laughs> pa- I know. Sounds- Pablo Escobar is still somehow the gift that keeps getting Right? Out. Yeah.
2: Like, it will never stop. I love that nope, we keep nobody, finding out new Nobody's
1: groups. ever balled out harder than Pablo Escobar.
2: <laughs> so, more than 80 hippos previously owned by Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar have a very unique distinction in U.S. law. They are the first non-human creatures to be legally considered people in order To be saved. So stick with me. Here's how it happens. So the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Ohio recognized the late Escobar's infamous cocaine hippos, as they're called, as legal persons for the first time in the United States. This ruling came on October 15th, the same day that the Animal Legal defunts.
1: Okay, but, the and, animal the animal <laughs> legal defense fund
2: defense fund together defunds fend the Fund. the uh, fend. <laughs> this came on the same day the animal legal defense fund filed an application on behalf of the hippos in Colombia, intended to stop the country's government from killing the animals. They were to wow. be put to death because they were left behind by our buddy Pablo Escobar. But they were fighting as hard as they could to save them and, you know, set them into the appropriate habitat. So the hippos are descendants of four illegally imported by Escobar, which, you know, the guy did some things, but...
1: He had a whole fucking zoo. He
2: had a zoo. He was the tiger king (laughs) of his life. Yeah, he was tiger king.
1: Tiger king wishes they had the (laughs) fucking collection of animals that Pablo Escobar had. Like
2: Pablo had them animals.
1: Pablo Pablo Escobar was like fucking (gasps) Noah. He had Noah. so many animals down there.
2: <laughs> he had his hippos. They became known as the cocaine hippos. They were set free after his death in 1993. And since then, the hippos have increased their numbers to more than 80. But they were starting to 80. wreak havoc on the local ecosystem. I know. They were just like hooking
0: up. Yeah, they don't bother out there. babies. Now were they just called cocaine hippos because they belonged yes. to Pablo? Okay,
2: I know that is why I almost felt bad saying cocaine hippos because you thought they were you know. Were I just high thought they. On some
0: well, I thought that they were somehow like the co- cocaine. Yeah, yeah mules. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, drug mules. I, yeah.
1: I actually thought so too.
0: I did too. I was he like, just, can you imagine? He just had his hippos, hippos are like yeah. the most dangerous mammals know, on but earth. But I think A that's hippo why. Coked up. Yeah, can you well, imagine thinking, already trying so to get like a bag, bag of cocaine and a cocaine? A hippo. The man, that would mess you up. Yeah. They would
2: come at you for nothing. No, they were not his mules, but like you guys have said, because they're the most dangerous. I imagine that's why he had them. He's like, I want to have these creatures right. that are going to fucking murder badass, somebody. Yeah. yeah, he loved having his animals, but they, yeah, they started wreaking havoc on the ecosystem. They yeah, were, you know, imagine. released in not a safe way, so. Everybody just wanted to, like, put them to death or, like, let's get them out of here. But in July, Colombian attorney Luis Domingo Gomez Maldonado, which, like, what a name. That is a great name. Filed a lawsuit on behalf of the animals to save them from being killed, saying that sterilization would be a better option. They could still live their lives. Um, Colombian law gives non-human creatures legal standing to bring lawsuits to protect their interests, but the U.S. did not. And so they needed the U.S. to get involved in order to help them be saved. So the U.S. law did allow them to be called humans in order to save them. And by granting this application, now that they are recognized as legal animals, they will be saved. They will not be put to death. And they're going to be let out in some Ohio wildlife area that fought for them. So they're going to be saved after their weird ass
1: life, From cocaine yeah. hippos to Ohio hippos. Yeah Ohio
0: hippos. OH Midwest hippos
2: And then I just have one more little like feel-good story. Love them. after all of it. Doug the potato. <laughs> Doug is the name of a large mutant potato out of England, which is 17 pounds and is going Jesus. to take its place in 2021 is the world's heaviest potato. Wow. There was a previous record holder I didn't even know which was fucking tiny in comparison. We get rid of this guy. He was 10 pounds back
0: in 2011. Not even close, man. Not what was his name? Not even close. He didn't have a name. That's how Didn't even have a name. That's how small he was. I
1: grew up with a guy named Doug and now that I think about it he was kind of a potato.
0: Yeah, and right? I'm pretty
1: sure he was bigger than 17 pounds. Well, I think I think my dog is actually the biggest potato,
2: ever. <laughs> <laughs> biggest fucking potato. Yeah, no, that guy in 2011 didn't have a name. He couldn't didn't even compare at 10 pounds. But earlier this month, we found the new biggest, ugliest, lumpiest potato. Aww. He was named Doug by his growers and owners who lived in England originally from New Zealand but had moved to England and really got into gardening they had no idea he even existed until they were out there with their their hose, hose. going yep. to town and they said what did we just strike a 17 pound
0: that potato
2: is he is fabulous he is lumpy he looks like an alien And their plan, now that he is starting to, you know, go bad, he's showing signs that, like, you got to do something with me because they've just been hanging out with him, their plan is to turn him into potato vodka
0: which oh. I'm just really excited
2: about. That's yeah. actually
0: a really good idea. Some, Way, to, like, go. Way to go. Way to go out, get Doug. Get some That's Chopin up I in thought. that bitch. Yeah. I was like, I am real obsessed with
2: these people. I think it's a fabulous idea. Their names are Colin and Donna. Again, just to like thought they were growing a normal potato and came out with – their new son Doug, who's <laughs> going to their be their son. potato vodka. <laughs> they were wheeling him around town for a while in a wagon with a little you sign know that said, do "Same they, fucking like, thing." Milking it, like did, I, I don't... was going
1: to say. Did they like? Did they get him enrolled in Little League? Basically, you know, yeah. With, like, totally. A, a little, a little Little League jersey on, like somebody like swinging a, a ball, ball cap and on him running him, him down yeah. to first base doug was a part of the community I he imagine... was a local celebrity <laughs>
2: like people are sad that he's going to have to be destroyed but like potatoes Bye, aren't they can't just live forever yeah but they're he not went, immortal. he was just a little pal in a wagon for a while wow. guys a 17 yeah. pounds our good pal doug
1: goodness
0: <laughs> love you doug you love, you, love doug. you man can't wait to get drunk on thanks you. for existing <laughs> <sighs> Well, in honor of Joe being our guest, why don't we go over some new conspiracy theories? (laughs) Hell yes! Oh boy. We are in the golden age of conspiracy theories, and they aren't just for QAnon anymore, baby! The whole world's in on them now. Uh, We've seen an interesting shift in conspiracy theories as well prior to 2021. Research showed that baby boomers were seven or even eight times more likely to spread misinformation than college or high school-aged kids, but TikTok is making a dent in that statistic.
2: I believe it. Lord, I believe it.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) I love conspiracy theories. We all know this. I love thinking about the what-ifs, sometimes the crazier idea, the better, but some of these are pretty out there, and the most recent one that has hit the world by storm has to be that the horrific events that took place during Travis Scott's performance at Astroworld World was actually a satanic ritual. What's wrong with
1: people? This it is definitely a real was,
0: Joe. Baby Boomer Christian throwback and I love it. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's just crazy enough to be uh to be a I don't, know, I don't even know how to finish that thought.
0: <laughs> please, <laughs> Joe's please, already please,
1: pissed. Please continue. He's just <laughs> Joe's mad. already
0: mad. And if you, and if
1: for you listeners at home, if you hear a really loud, distracting noise in the background, it's the sound of my eyes rolling continuously.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. please, please continue. Well, first of all, before I get into this, um, it was not a satanic ritual. It was carelessness; could have been easily avoided. And none of these kids should have been in any danger, much less end up dead. It was tragic and horrible and nothing about the event was funny. But now we're going to laugh at really dumb people. Perfect. So this theory, though, did not come from nothing. There was a lot of weird footage of this concert. And I watched some of it. And it was very strange. Uh, A lot of attention was focused on the layout of the stage, which looks like an upside down cross leading into a fire portal. But to be fair, this is a pretty standard concert stage layout, right? Mm -hmm. Two to the side, one out front. So you can go into the audience. Um, I've seen it a million times. Countless times. Don't think it has anything to do with the devil. Before the show started, there was a hologram of a winged dove or bird of some kind that was on fire, surrounded by a tower of flames. A lot of people thought it was symbolic of the phoenix, which is, you know, a symbol of immortality, life after death. There were eight pillars of flames and eight people died. It's a shitty coincidence. Although, super awful news. That number just jumped to nine this past week. Oh, it did? Because a nine-year-old boy who was injured... Did pass away oh, it's horrible. Regardless of whether or not A nine-year-old should have been anywhere near a concert Like right. that it's still awful Other people focused on the fact that Concert goers had to walk through an entrance Shaped like Travis Scott's open mouth To get into the concert And comparisons were drawn between that And a painting titled Christ in Limbo Which is a painting that represents Jesus' descent into hell Prior to his resurrection Which is a part of the Bible I think I forgot <laughs> Not familiar. <laughs> I forgot about it. But uh, then I remembered that prayer that's like, he descended into hell, something, something, something. He ascended into heaven. What's that prayer?
2: It's the, like, Disciples' Creed Disciples or something Creed. that we say that over and over right. in church. Yes, yeah. yeah.
0: So he did go to hell. Does, he does, What do you think right? he did down there?
1: Didn't he go to hell? Didn't he didn't allegedly battle the devil? Isn't that?
0: I did. think you're thinking of the song – the devil went down to Georgia. <laughs>
1: oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what I'm thinking. The devil went down to
2: Georgia. <laughs> he, was he was looking for a soul to steal. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of, or it's the Apostles' Creed, maybe not oh, the disciples. Yeah, I'm saying disciples. I'm Apostles a terrible Creed. Catholic. Yeah, I'm I not been a, a great Lutheran either. <laughs> 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 okay, so and here's and the deal. Yeah. Real
0: quick, before we move on. Jesus did go to hell. What did he do there? Joe, what's your guess?
1: Probably played ping pong.
0: Ping pong. Mm-hmm. Lauren. Um, piggyback ride on the devil.
1: <laughs> and the devil was like,
0: get off me. Get off me, Jesus. Along with all the fire and brimstone at the concert, there was also a sound check that I even admit was weird. But to me, it was more annoying than weird. And it might be because I don't really get that genre of music. I don't even know what you would call it. Is it techno? House? I you're looking at okay. the wrong person. Yeah. yeah, I am not, and I'm not going to look at jokes. I know. That I'm like, I see. Either. Either. Yeah, I would
2: have called him a rapper, but he was at a festival that seemed a little more like electronic. I couldn't
1: yeah. tell you one Travis Scott song. Yeah.
0: Could you point him out in a crowd? No. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't either. But anyways, this this uh, sound check was just like a very repetitive chant that people said oh. went on and on for a long time, and I've seen a video of it. It definitely was very strange. Um, but also probably not a chant to summon a demon. Sure. This is kind of, this is just a weird coincidence, I think, but Travis Scott also released a video the day of the performance. And in that video, like a music video, in that video he's wearing a Pearl Jam shirt. A lot of people started posting an old article from June of 2000 in which nine people exactly were trampled to death in a mosh pit during Pearl Jam's performance at the Roskilde Festival in Denmark. Isn't that a fucked up coincidence? That is fucked
2: up. Jeez. Damn. That's really fucked up.
0: He also had a shirt on during the concert that featured uh, a glowing portal where blue people were walking in and coming out the other side red with horns. You get the idea. All of this paired with the fact that uh, if anyone knew anything about it, the crowd was not only chanting to stop the show, but also like climbing onto platforms, begging cameramen and women to stop the show. Those videos are so disturbing. Uh, It was very obvious something was wrong and no one did anything to Mm -hmm. stop the show, but also there is a whole history of conspiracies that musicians in their concerts are actual satanic rituals which is why I was actually pretty surprised to see that Ace Frehley from Kiss joined in on this conspiracy on social media. Oh,
1: wow. How old is Ace Frehley?
0: Yeah, let's see. Fuck if I know. But here's the thing. like, Does he fit in with Ki- the-
1: First of all, Kiss always sucked. And second of all, oh. I'm not surprised that somebody from Kiss has some stupid fucking opinions on something other- I mean, they even suck at rock and roll. I
0: couldn't agree more. But my thing is, um, so here's what he posted on social media, just to give you context. It was a photo of his sock that said, not today, Satan, with a caption that read, In regard to what happened in Houston, Texas, our prayers go out to all the families who lost loved ones at the concert. Seems like it was a satanic Ritual gone very wrong. They'll be held to pay. All people of every faith and religion should band together to stop this from ever happening again in America, which is to me total bullshit. Because they had to fight their entire career to dispel rumors of Kiss being an acronym for nights in Satan's Service. Right. And they were regularly accosted by f- religious fanatics, especially in the southern states. Like, I was thinking that, too. I'm like, you were, fu- you you were on the defense your entire career, and now you are throwing this and out, And now too? you're like, this was obviously a satanic. Clearly. It's like, what the? It it Here's so the either, thing.
1: You either die a hero <laughs> yes. or you live long enough to become the sometimes villain.
0: Sometimes you just live long enough sometimes
1: to you just live too
0: become long. the villain. Sometimes that sometimes,
1: so yeah, sometimes you should have overdosed. Right. <laughs>
0: damn hot take damn from joe this is again
2: why we well, have him on the show yeah. well
1: anybody who takes a tragedy and turns it into some fucking word salad geopolitical bullshit can suck my ass
2: i mean amen that is like what we can take away from this is like this was horrific, horrific. and the fact that everybody is just sitting here like well it did seem like the satanic like shut the yeah,
1: fuck to up go, to go to say nothing of the hypocrisy to go public with an asinine opinion like that like you open the door man suck my ass you suck
0: yeah. hey remember when we were doing weird news and joe was in a really fun mood and then i say the word <laughs> conspiracy and now he's fucking mad conspiracy mad theories bring mad not having we, fun if, we knew this we knew it we all right let's see if, if we can damn <laughs> stupid all right let's see if we can cheer yeah, bring joe back. up come on let's bring do me, a fun back, one nah. another on big conspiracy talk and I saw this other places. This was not just on TikTok. Had to do with our lovely oceans. Hey, give that we the love the oceans, everybody. That Woo! we're not afraid of in any way. Ocean. I love the ocean. I swim in it daily. Our oceans had a very interesting year. What? There were at least two times the ocean was on fire, okay. which I, honest to God, didn't know. I didn't either. Was a thing that could happen, but it did. So, uh, of course, both times had to do with oil spills, which isn't mysterious. It's just frustrating. It's just us. <laughs> it's just human. Just Turns
1: out the problem is us. Yeah.
0: Turns Humans out we're the plague. But there were also quite a few explosions in the ocean. Yes. One of them was pretty fucking huge. The U.S. Geological Survey measured a 3.9 on the Richter scale for one of them. It was a forty thousand pound explosion set off by our own navy near its new aircraft carrier the uss gerald r ford (laughs) Uh, it was going through its final steps needed before the navy could sign off on it to be deployed it was a little strange to see because the navy hadn't performed a test like this since 1987 that is wild so it was weird A lot of people were like, how could they do this in our oceans, the marine life? I'm sure a lot of marine life and habitat was uh, harmed and destroyed. But supposedly they did schedule the explosions to comply with the environmental requirements, which if we know anything about environmental requirements, it's probably not much. Mm. But they respected the known migration patterns of marine life in the test area as well. So all of these fires and explosions taking place in our ocean over the summer definitely prompted a lot of people to become concerned that our government knew something that we didn't. Okay. Think like Pacific Rim, like yep, yep, something yep, yep, yep. was down there. You're doing and something. And we're trying to kill it. Kaiju's. Yeah. Kaiju's, I guys. Knew it. The UFO footage released by the Navy, the ship getting stuck in the Suez Canal in March, and the backup I mean, of cargo ships off the coast of California in October were all added to the conspiracy that something something's down there was happening in them waters. I'm into it. And who are we to say? There's not. You know.
2: That I'm always going to be on the side of the conspiracy (laughs) theorists here. I'm like, I know that there is a creature just (laughs) beneath the surface who is coming to murder us. And I honestly think these people are saving
0: us. Seriously. Yeah.
2: Blow it up. I'm all
0: for it. What do you think, Joe? Godzilla! (gasps) It could be. It could fucking be. History shows again
1: and again how nature points out the folly of man.
0: Go go Godzilla! Godzilla. <laughs> um, the here's awesome. the thing, though. If only, because Godzilla, <laughs> in America at least, mm-hmm, he's a good guy. I know. We're here
2: for it. Godzilla. Like we want, <laughs> we want it.
0: But- the reality oh, of course boy. is that none of these have anything the to do with each other. The of reality of
1: course is that we're just <laughs> systematically <laughs> destroying our planet. Yeah, we're, we're
0: just terrible people destroying everything.
1: Coincidence? It's like <laughs> not really. We're just kind of going full steam into full the fucking steam. void. Destroying Not really I, a coincidence yeah. no. Yeah.
0: Um Love Actually, these. I did want to touch on uh there are a lot of conspiracy Conspiracy theories surrounding all of the ships off the California coast. Yeah. There's still a lot of them there. And a lot of it has to, there's a conspiracy about like, the dock workers and like posting jobs that aren't actually being filled and like a lot of political shit. But the reality of it is that California has the busiest ports in the country. Mm-hmm. And since the pandemic started, consumer spending habits have changed tremendously. Yeah. We've ordered like four times the amount of things it's online the as shipping. a country. Yeah. And uh, we just don't have enough room yeah. for all the shit. Let alone
1: enough people. I mean, these these crates have to be unpacked. Don't forget, people need to do this. Mm -hmm. This is also at a time in which a lot of people have been struggling to find work. It's a time when a lot of businesses have also simultaneously been struggling to fill positions because they don't want to raise wages. Strikes
0: are going on. Labor
1: strikes are going on. We've
0: lost almost a million people in this country to fucking COVID. I'd say this.
1: I'd say this has to do more with uh, with logistics and economics than it does with kaiju's. Godzilla, yes, I'm like, agreed, agreed. like I said,
2: I'm always on the side of ocean conspiracy theorists, but no, I, from all of the reading I've done, it sounds like these ships are just sitting out there like, we don't have enough fucking people to unload this, to mm-hmm. like pack these in, to get them to where they need to go. So that is another thing. Is it's like, are your Christmas presents going to get to you? Maybe not you until now, February, unless if you order from out of the right country. Meow. Yeah.
0: Um. It's I actually found an update on it recently. Biden has. Uh, I don't know if it's gone through, but he's basically saying there's going to be like a hundred dollars a day tax for the ships that can't be unloaded because oh. a lot of it does have to do with hiring. Yeah. And offering people appropriate fucking wages and benefits,
2: yeah, and,
3: and to it's like who not hire, hire some given people what they
0: then, yeah, and then to, hire them.
1: And, and to be fair, because I am a, a real pinko commie on this podcast, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we to, all are. to be fair, labor unions, though well-intentioned and ultimately necessary also do throw their weight around quite a bit. This this wouldn't be the first labor union to be like, "Uh, uh, uh. Mm uh-uh-uh, I know we got a line of ships out there (laughs) as far as the eye can see, but our most recent collective bargaining agreement stipulates that I get a 15-minute break every three hours, every four hours I get a meal break, so I'm going to sit here and eat my fucking chicken fingers while the port just backs up even more.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, you know, it's not all just the, 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 the evil, bad, rich people screwing no, no, us no, over. No, no, no.
0: No, it's a combination not. of a lot of different things yes. right now. A lot of
1: different shit A lot going of on.
0: shit's going but on. But I do have hope that, yeah, like, can we
2: offer actual fair wages and then, hell yeah, yeah let's unpack these ships and let's yeah. get there. But I hope that happens.
0: Other conspiracies on TikTok that blew up this year were the fact, the fact, were the... Idea that we shifted into a different reality oh, for yeah. all of 2020. <laughs> See that
1: one I'm willing to go a little yep. deeper on. Yeah. tell me more.:
0: Well, the there reason is, behind this one is that theory. 2020 was really weird. like no yeah. shit was it?: Of course, 2020 was, it? was really yeah, weird really. but also New Year's Literally was weird everyone. Mm-hmm. New Year's was weird. What do you mean?
2: Wasn't it weird that like the ball didn't drop in the way it was supposed to? I thought that was a big part of the rumors that like yes, the ball so, dropped late, and uh, it was a minute like, late.
0: I think it was yeah, like it was, it was, a, was a full, full minute like, late.
2: Yeah, it was an amount mm-hmm. of time that people were like, wait, and so that kind of. A I do
0: not know what that has to do with a different reality I'm but yes saying. that was one of it the reasons been. another one of the reasons uh, was that there was a glitch with Siri so in the beginning of January like January 5th or so if you asked how many days until 2021 she would say five days from now and people were like "What?" <laughs> but uh, honestly it was a fucking glitch with Siri and nothing <laughs> more guys <laughs> Uh, yeah a ton of conspiracies popped up during the Gabby Petito search, which we will get to later, I believe, during our true crime section. An old conspiracy found new life on TikTok that there's actually a lush jungle inside Antarctica.
3: Oh, what?
0: That is actually, Joey, listen, though. Hold Joe, on. Joe, you hey, pay Joe. attention. Joey? You Joey, listen up. Joe. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Joe. Sadly, I'm here. Look at me. Continue. You listen. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. Stay with me, bud. Okay.
1: This one's rough. All right.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't.
1: Somebody doesn't know how the fucking planet works. There's a continue. lush, Joey. Yep.
0: There is a lush jungle mm-hmm. inside Antarctica mm. that is actually the opening to the world within our world. Oh. Which is also known as the Hollow Earth theory. Mm-hmm. This theory, uh the conspiracy theory is based on a bunch of people not knowing things about things. <laughs> That's what I learned. I so, did a deep dive so on I TikTok and of, was yeah.
2: like,
1: nope. <laughs> I did a little bit of research on this and I found out that the genesis of this pi- of of this uh particular conspiracy theory is just uh pure fucking
2: stupidity.
0: Yeah. No, I literally not even I original. saw like
2: I yeah. saw hollow earth was a hashtag and I was like, let me
0: dive into let this. Oh see. no. I Oh no. Well, here's the thing. There is some interesting history with Antarctica as yes. a place. Sure. Simply because it's not owned by any country. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of interesting history with that place. There are some things. Super fascinating. But every video that I saw about this conspiracy, whether it was on TikTok, YouTube, anywhere, started with how we aren't allowed to go to Antarctica, which is just not true. We can. <laughs> you can go to Antarctica. We can go. Anytime you like. And it's funny because this is something that I would totally believe. Like my dad told me that frogs give you warts when I was a kid. And I believed it until this year. (laughs) Until 2021, I believed that holding a frog, if it peed on me, I would get warts. Mm -hmm. So I like someone just told them it's illegal to go to Antarctica. And they were like, all right, that's in my brain forever. You know what?
1: Somebody told me that. That's (laughs) true. Hey, and hold on a look- second. While we're on the subject, I need to—I uh, need to get drunk while we talk about
0: this. So, uh, we go. <laughs> yeah, get drunk on that, Croy. I'm going to take a sip of my up. champagne. Okay, and my favorite uh, conspiracy of the year, last but not least, is another throwback. It was actually posted in our Facebook group, and it's the theory that the Apollo 11 crew experienced something strange during their mission to the moon.
1: Gordon Cooper says they did.
0: This one's been around for a very long time. But videos have uh recently resurfaced and I say resurfaced as as in like people start sharing them again. They weren't like gone. Right. Like they were they're very famous videos. Just, it became popular again.
1: Oh wait, I'm sorry, Apollo eleven. That's Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin mm-hmm. and I was yes. thinking about a different I was yeah. thinking about the Gemini missions. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you know me. You know common I always, get, mistake. always getting my NASA missions confused.
0: Videos have resurfaced of the astronauts being interviewed upon their return and their behavior being quite strange and it truly is. Did you watch mm-hmm. the one yes. that was posted on our mm-hmm. They seem It is weird. very troubled. They seem down. They seem scared and I had never it's seen off. the footage of them. Have you ever seen it? Never it's but their, I, now I have their to first you really interview. do. I never watched and it. And here's the thing you have to realize though. They had to quarantine for a month. Mm-hmm. So they're not straight out of the the yeah. module yeah. yeah
1: they could right. very well just they be, be off because well... they've been in a fucking observation room exactly.
0: for so exactly like, they, they could I very well be, be like I... yeah. Yeah. Not not it was a fucking I, month ago not only
1: did i literally just go to the moon and back but now i just kind of want to see my fucking wife and kids and right. take a shower
0: i didn't know what it was like but to this, be alone <laughs> this was their like press conference yeah. and they are like sullen Mm-hmm. They're looking down. The interview is strange we to are me. It's so off. You would think it's that bizarre. they just did something that no one's ever done in the history of mankind yeah. and you would think that they would be somewhat excited. And I just love seeing this footage because I've actually talked about this before on the show and I just want to cover it. There are 2 full minutes of audio transmission missing from the Apollo landing. This is true. It's right when they landed. And it's wild uh that are the minutes that they're missing and a lot of moon landing experts have accused nasa of holding back vital information and i say moon landing experts because they're not conspiracy theorists they're people who study the actual event of the moon landing so these aren't just people who are like the government ain't telling us what we need to know The astronauts went radio silent at the exact same time there were transmissions picked up by ham radios on Earth. And people have claimed to have been able to hear the missing two minutes of the audio and that the astronauts were communicating with NASA about getting out of the ship because there was something that they saw while they were landing. Now, this may seem crazy, but ham radio operators were able to receive audio from the astronauts on the moon. In fact, one of them even recorded 35 minutes worth of conversation between Armstrong, Aldrin, and Collins. But his recordings came after Richard Nixon had congratulated the men on landing and the men had already began to climb off the module. So that's when he started recording. NASA has always insisted that the missing two minutes was a transmission on their medical line, which was private. But
1: Mm. it's possible.
0: It's totally possible.
1: But, but it is strange
0: that it is weird. the only two minutes. But I will it's say weird. that if they
1: did genuinely see something like kind of concrete, I'm not saying that I don't think that they would have gotten out. I mean, they went all the way there. I think yeah, they would have gotten sure. out regardless. But I think that they probably would have, like, circled back to it. They that yes. probably would have, like, referenced it, right?
0: Well, I wonder I if hope. I wonder if they had seen something as they were landing called Houston, and then possibly they said, we can't talk about it right now. Oh, It's possible. Maybe it was a machine or something on right? that. Like, we have no idea. I'm a lot closer we to believing that no than I clue. am a
1: fucking rainforest in Antarctica. I'll tell
0: you that. <laughs> Are you sure, Joe? A lot closer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, it's so fun to anger you, though, with these. Jeff it's Myers, so easy. his favorite episode is the Beatles episode because of the anger that how, you show. How
1: under my skin you when got I, with that. I was yeah, like, Lord, which, stop. Like, <laughs> I, like, I put like a gag order on you.
2: Even the way that Ashley was like, Joe, listen about Antarctica. That was how I was with yeah. you where I was like, just listen to me. Paul McCartney you. You. was not. never
0: alive. And Fuck you were like, you. I can't.
1: Yeah. And I spit. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: It was so bad. Oh, God. It's the best.
0: But it's going to be interesting to see this new change in young conspiracy theorists and how it's going to affect misinformation moving forward. The only tips I have for everyone is please do your research before you make a TikTok or a YouTube video. And Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to point out inaccuracies when you see one of these posts. The more holes you can poke in a false story, uh, the better for the good of mankind.
1: Amen.
2: Which- That's kind of the beautiful thing about TikTok is there is both. Like oh, yeah. there is conspiracy TikTok up the wazoo, which you can get caught in, but then there are the people who are out there going like, no, no.
0: There have been so many times Come I've seen a TikTok me. video and I've been like, oh, fascinating. And yeah. then like a day later, I'll There's find one duet. where a person is like, all right, this TikTok video went <laughs> yeah. crazy yesterday. Let me tell you how everything in it is There's false. a duet or a stitch that's like, listen, <laughs> listen I fact-checked it. And I'm so grateful for it. So yeah.
2: we. that's why TikTok is beautiful and dangerous all in one
0: of course i mean you know there there are people on tiktok who were like you can use a mr clean magic sponge to whiten your teeth yep and i was like hey okay. guys maybe don't <laughs> maybe skip that one
1: was it our last president
0: <laughs> it was donald trump actually yeah donald trump used, it might have been he likes to chew on him before bed oh, yeah. they make him nice and loopy he's got, he's got real white teeth he has really white teeth give him that Mr. Joe, Clean, baby. why don't you tell us a story? I'm scared, but excited.
1: Story. Oh, yeah. There's actually nothing to be scared about. Oh, <gasps> and I'll be honest oh, with yay. you. I know how this kind of factors into the story, but I do think tonally this is a little bit of a departure because it's just like a little factoid.
0: Okay. Yeah, but it's something that happened to you this year yeah. that I really love. This All is right. 2021 That's Recap, true. baby.
1: All right. Hi, everybody.
0: Hey, Joe.
1: Oh, So I have a story. It's something that I learned very recently, actually, within the last couple of weeks. Um, so as we have discussed on this podcast before, mm-hmm. I am a little bit of a, a World War II buff, like yep. uh, like many, many, many white, white men. cisgendered men before me. <laughs> and uh yes, yes. I, and, and my explanation for it for, for my for my World War II dad boner is that it's literally the biggest thing that's ever happened to planet Earth. Truly. And I think it's kind of uh strange that more people aren't buffs about it because, yeah. you know, yeah. it was like the world actually hung in the balance. We live in an age of, like you said, disinformation and proxy wars and geopolitics and socioeconomics d- just you know d- determining who goes to f- war with who but this was literally like a good guys versus This bad was good guys. guys versus bad guys for the for the last time this yeah. was the last time that it was like straight up no lies no bullshit That's good so guys real. versus yeah. bad guys the world hung in the balance yes and i have you know relatives both of my grandfathers served one of them was too young to serve in world war ii but he fought in korea and I have uh, the, on the, the very, very Jewish side of my family, I don't know a ton of my extended relatives. Mm-hmm. It was just a family where we didn't, I didn't know yeah. my great uncles or great aunts. I didn't know my second cousins. It was just, it wasn't one of those families. Yeah. And my grandmother, who was the linchpin to a lot of this, was, if, if I, if, to speak politely of her, she was a very difficult person. And uh, not the fuzziest grandma that anybody's ever had. And um, I don't know really anything about her family. And every now and again, I go on these kind of ge- genealogy kicks or these ancestry kicks. And, you know, without paying any money, you're giving anyone my DNA. I do the best I can yeah. on the internet. You can on only own. go
0: so
2: far. Right. You
1: can't have my DNA. <laughs> you can't have my money. Let's see what I can do by myself. See how deep I can go. And I learned something pretty interesting very recently. Mm. I learned that my maternal grandmother, uh, Frida Falander, a.k.a. Frida Goldstein, a.k.a. Fritzy Goldstein. Uh, Jewish. Uh, just, a li- just, Jewish a- just, just a little. Just a little. Just a little, just a little Jewish. Does not get much more Jewish than Lester and Fritzy Goldstein. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: no. Um, Absolutely not. And uh, she had a brother, Jack, which is a very goy name, may I point out. His real name was John, but everybody called him Jack. Okay. And I learned that Jack Follander was a first lieutenant and a B-24 long-range bomber pilot (gasps) stationed in uh, Calcutta and then Karachi, India. During Whoa. World War II, during uh, long-range bombing runs into Burma and Southeast Asia. And what
0: is Whoa. the most interesting part about that? Well, the most interesting Already part about cool. it, aside
1: from being like, holy cow, I yeah. never knew this. This is a family Fucking member cool. I never met. Unfortunately, Jack passed away in 1978. Never got to meet him. Never even really – I never heard about him. Yeah, But he was a, a, a World War Two bomber pilot. He was awarded the Distinguished Service Cross – for aviation valor which oh is God. you know one of the highest awards Insane. a pilot can get but the cool thing about it is there were a lot of different planes of the era and and even within the long range bomber the B17 is that's the memphis bell that's the okay. famous one that everybody knows and then by right. the end of the war there was the B-29 Super Fortress, which was, like, from a different century. It was automated. All the guns. Futuristic.
2: Yeah, super like, futuristic. This does not gu- even our time.
1: All the guns were automated. You just pushed a button, and a computer system guided the guns. Whereas the earlier generation, it was literally, like, a guy. Aiming. A guy sitting in a, yeah. Yeah. Sitting in a pod, aiming, yeah. shooting a gun. And during yeah. the same war, we came out with this, like, remote-controlled gun system. and Aliens. You know, crazy aliens, exactly. <laughs> For sure and the B24 was always like the the kind of red-headed stepchild of the long-range bombers of the era. There's really only 3 of them in the U- in the okay. American service, but the B24 is the forgotten one. And for whatever reason, my whole life the B24 was always my favorite.
0: Wow. It's it's t- he's t- told me so, so many, many times. I just I I loved
1: I loved the design of it. I loved yeah. where I loved where the gun turrets were. I loved it was the only one of the long range bombers. It's like this badass gun. A, yeah, a guy actually sat in the nose of the plane. He was a nose gunner and he just sat in the nose of the plane and like when you were flying into danger, he was the guy, like a plane's coming right at you and it's like, Oh geez, I hope I hope so and so can shoot, you know what I right. mean? And I just, I always loved the way that it looked. And it was just kind of one of those intangible things where it's just like nobody told me about it. I just discovered it on my own. Yeah. I always really liked it. It was always my favorite plane. Uh, it was my favorite bomber of the war. Yeah. And, uh, and just kind of a, a neat little thing to find out that, like, oh, yeah. And my great uncle was a distinguished pilot of one of those wow. aircraft. Who flew during that the war. That
0: plane.
2: There and and then, you with that yeah. fucking plane, isn't that and, wonderful? That is so
1: cool. And not Joe. only is that not only is that cool, but I found two really good pictures of him. <gasps> which maybe we could send out in the newsletter.
0: Absolutely. Oh, get a picture a of it, thousand, send it he's out He's a in the newsletter. hottie bo body. He's a handsome guy,
1: oh, also, too. So uh, hey hottie. Yeah, han- <laughs> handsome, <laughs> handsome guy. We're most
0: Handsome Jack. Jack.
1: For a nice Jewish boy, that's not a given.
0: No, that's true. And he's that's a very, true. he looks like a 1940s Jack.
1: actor. He's a very kind of like, So yeah. we have
2: Handsome Jack operating the plane that you were obsessed with, mm-hmm. which is just the cutest story of 2021.
0: Isn't that fucking adorable Can we just end he was the episode so excited like, to about? tell me about this what are we this? doing
1: here And he found more. a story I found, I found a story Joe, there is a there's a distinguished no. there's a distinguished flying cross society and the distinguished oh. flying cross society published several volumes of uh, little like autobiographical freelance columnist stories about people who were awarded the medal and they all tell the story and the book is rife with stories of like you know we lost both our engines over the atlantic or like you know we were surrounded and we had to you know like our landing gear didn't come down and the navigator from my great uncle's flight crew wrote a story that's published in one of these volumes And the story that he wrote was about the time that he, as the navigator, the pilot, a guy by the name of John Zirin, and my great uncle, Jack Follander, all went on a three-man beer run for their (laughs) base. Because it was going to take possibly up to a week to send a couple guys via open boxcar to go get everybody's beer rations. And everybody was like, a week, we're on fucking leave now. I can't wait a week. I'm only here for ten days, and then I gotta go fly bombing missions again. We I can't just do
2: this. fell back in my chair with hashtag Mad Respect. So the story is about no, the three
1: beautiful. of them yep. going their from end. their base uh, deeper into in India to uh, to Calcutta to the to the stores to the ration depot to pick to, to so, they could, so they could so they could load their bomber with cases of beer as
2: they fucking and, should and bring it back
1: to their base as they and, should and the story about how they overloaded it with beer <gasps> and they almost couldn't get the plane off the ground they the they, they're the tail He's of kidding. the plane they loaded the tail too much and the tail of the plane was dragging on the ground and they couldn't get enough lift to actually oh, get the plane get off rid the ground Should of one of these cases and they fly it all the way back to the base and they sit down and they open it and I guess the beer was unaged and green. The it's specifically the guy says that it came from California. Uh-huh. It was green and unaged and tasted like shit. And we enjoyed drinking it just the same. <laughs> yeah, it was
2: like and they loved every minute of it. And we sat it.
1: and we spent the whole week drinking a case every man I'm got their obsessed. own case of beer. Yeah. yeah. Hell
2: yeah, they did. Yeah. They deserved it.
1: So that's that's their installment of the Distinguished Flying Society. I love
2: that story. Yeah. That so, was to, so to
1: good to, to kind of connect these dots and have this kind of fun little metaphysical, like, I wonder I wonder if there is something about our existence and our collective consciousness where somehow, some way, in the back of my mind or in my subconscious, I knew that I had some kind of connection to this plane yes. kind of thing. Even if I didn't, it's a hilarious and kind of wonderful It is. Uh, it's coincidence. a beautiful
2: coincidence either and, way. Yeah. yeah,
1: and to be able to just kind of learn about this this yeah. is this was my this was my grandmother's older brother right and he did this really courageous thing during the war and he was especially courageous when he did it and mm-hmm. uh, and his little bit of legacy that is sealed forever amongst his distinguished aviators is this beer run that almost <laughs> killed him and his co pilot and I
2: fucking love that. I yeah, <laughs> so knew you good. would like that. Story. Yeah. yeah, pretty awesome. I was like, he already like we've been saying, he already is a phenomenal person, a You're, hero, pa- a badass. Pass this down. But we'll like, show
1: we'll show Laura in the picture and. But, we'll but get to this, go on
2: with the beer run is we'll get phenomenal. we'll
1: get this picture sent out in the newsletter.
2: Beer run. Yeah, I remember that oh, song. Oh, damn! Look, isn't he Maddie cute? McTotty? Okay, yeah. Okay. I thought he was a cutie. Chiseled jawline, right? You can cut days. glass with that jaw. I can't even. Okay, yeah. all right. Let's hear it for Joe's great uncle. Let's hear it Young. for my
1: great uncle. Yeah. My great uncle Jack. Handsome Jack. Handsome Jack. On the B
2: W R
0: U N beer run <laughs> of the century. <laughs> we used Double to always R-U-N. sing that.
2: I felt like it. It had to be sung.
0: I haven't heard that in a long time. Thank you so much, Joe, for bringing that Seriously. story to us today. I'm glad you, um, cool. you, you were excited to share. tell on the show because I was. as soon as you told me, I was like, can you tell us on the girls? Yes. Like, I was so excited. I really
2: love that. Uh,
1: as David Johansson says in Scrooged.
2: Gladly. 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 Niagara
1: Falls, Frankie Angel. We needed
2: that too. Like that was like the story we needed. Yeah. Feel feel good, good,
1: right. That was yeah. a little little lemon sorbet for yeah. the end of your meal right because
0: there. Before we now, talk about hell, Lauren. Who got murdered and why so, in 2021? So, so
1: Lauren, who's dead?
0: Who died? I, I
2: always talk about the true crime on this podcast in 2021. We had, an had some with crime. year. It, it was yeah. an interesting year. So I'm gonna kick things off with Gabby Petito. I was gonna say the most I, famous, I know, the crime most famous of one. I know that you guys have heard about it, so we're not gonna do like the biggest deep dive, but like just in case somebody out there hasn't heard about it, I was gonna try and summarize
0: very quickly. I do want to say because I saw a lot of things that are completely valid online of like you know uh, the amount of missing and murdered women of color. Oh, I was every gonna talk about that oh, at the good. end. No, okay, it's okay. No
2: it's actually insane no we should say it at the start actually yeah. it's better to say it at the start the gabby petito case was unique because it like took over the nation yeah. social media went insane and like great people contributed amazing evidence mm-hmm. things that were being presented on tiktok Theories. on instagram on yeah. everything like really did help the search and contributed so like it was it was very cool to see everyone come together but then, on the other side of it, we were seeing that this is something of like missing white woman syndrome that our yes. country has, where if a young white woman goes missing, we all go insane. Yeah. But Indigenous women who go missing all the damn time, and By in the a lot dozens. of cases, in this exact same area, yep. that Gabby Petito went missing, nobody bats an, an eye. Nobody, nobody cares. Like, alerts it's the never. On it is media. not on social media. Nobody cares. That is very important to know, and that was another side that came out of this, which I do think is important to mention, that we all went insane for this case, and thank God that we did, because it helped, but, like, we gotta have that same energy for the women of color who go missing all the damn time Seriously. in this country. in the exact same area. That's what's insane is like these hiking trails. Yeah,
0: I mean, and even the search for Gabby Petito, which was extensive. I mean, how many bodies were found? There so was many. like twelve people bodies oh, that were. There's all these found. other bodies out here. Yes, that we haven't been looking. And it's through. like, can you imagine if we all looked for dead bodies? How many fucking dead bodies we'd find? My only thing that I will say about the Gabby Petito case, one, I agree with you. I think we should give that same energy to every single missing person's case. But the Gabby Petito case was a little bit different because it, it started on social media yes. with her like it blog. Was publicized. There was yeah. something that you could there was something that you could follow. Along with mm-hmm. with the blog and the social media, and I think that's we had what such made a it timeline. Yeah, 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 we had such a timeline. It was happening in real time. Again, it's like it's
2: not. It's good that like we went for this case the way we did mm-hmm. because we had so much information, and they made it public to us. It yeah. just it it opened the eyes of people saying like, Hey, hey, what look about how many, Yeah, so and many I people going to go agree here. with you, yes. but I just wanted
0: to mention that before we talk totally. about it because I know that that was like a a sore subject in in 2021 as it should be.
2: Yes. It's like there need to be more conversations had about this a thousand percent, but this was put in the public eye because again, I'm going to do a little summary of this. Yeah, it's wild. So July 2nd, this road trip begins between a female named Gabby Petito and her fiance at the time, Brian Laundrie, who left New York to go on this cross country road trip. And they were documenting every last bit of it. They were very like, Hashtag van life. We're living off the road. Follow us. They were putting it all out on social media on like every platform. So as Ashley said, they were making it public to us. We were able to follow. So, okay, I'm going to like lightly go through this because, again, I think most of us know about this. So they set out on their trip. We're seeing their posts. They're exploring. They're in their van. Great. August 12th. As we're going along the timeline is when we all see like the body cam footage. It's when they have that like big argument on the, the side cops. of the road where mm-hmm. it looks like both of them were hitting each other. They had to be separated, stay at like separate hotel rooms. But then Gabby actually ended up becoming the villain in that situation because mm-hmm. then it came out that she was hitting him. Yeah. But everyone watching the body cam footage ended up saying she looks like a woman who's been abused, the way she was reacting. So then all these theories start swirling. But that was the first time we saw footage of like, oh, they were going through some things. They had to be separated on August 12th. Witnesses had been watching them fight in their car for a while. Then we have August 17th through the 23rd, Brian Laundrie flies home to just obtain, he says, I was getting some things, I was closing my storage unit, and like just tying up loose ends.
0: And home was Florida. Mm -hmm. Yep.
2: Went back to Florida, tied up some loose ends, and then flew back out to meet Gabby again. August 30th through September 1st is when we have Brian Laundrie using a debit card that is not his, and making some big purchases, so that's a thing that is flagged. And then September 1st, Brian Laundrie comes home alone in Gabby Petito's van, her van, comes home alone to Florida and just says, like, here I am. Gabby's not with me. The end of the trip. Goodbye. The trip has ended. I have no answers on where Gabby is. Everyone's like, hey, where's
0: Where's our daughter? Yeah, basically her family, her family, family. Missing, was like, hey, where's Gabby, our not, daughter that we love? And He was old. like, who? Who's that? Gabby, what? Gabby, Gabby, oh, Gabby. Gabby. I... Yeah, what happened yeah, to her? What did happen to her? Huh. Weird. Well, he has no
2: answers. He just comes home and that's the end of it. September 4th, it is said that Brian Laundrie purchases a new phone and opens a new account with AT&T, a little fishy but it's just a thing september 6th brian laundry casually goes camping with his family again what what are you doing your fiance is literally missing september 11th finally the missing never persons report is filed yeah it's like this was the big day when like everyone really jumped on it and was like oh shit like she is missing he came home he's giving no answers what are we doing her parents are like okay you came home without her You're not telling a shit. So here we go. September 13th, Brian Laundrie leaves his home. Um, It is believed that he was going hiking. Um, The parents were kind of giving like multiple stories. They were being fishy the entire time. They're just like, I think he's going fishing. Or I don't know. He's going hiking. They didn't know. So he leaves. September 14th, we get an abandoned vehicle notice. Laundrie's family originally said that he had been last seen on this date. They later said it had been the day before that he left with a hiking bag, but then they suddenly say, oh, he has this abandoned vehicle. It was his Mustang outside of this park. September 15th, Laundrie is named a person of interest because Gabby is still meeting and he hasn't been answering questions. September 17th, Brian Laundrie is reported missing. Now nobody knows where the hell he is after leaving home. September 18th, the search really begins for Brian Laundrie. Um, There's a federal arrest warrant issued on September 23rd. A little, and late a little late for that. The FBI
0: goes home. What? Little late for that. Little late. They waited till he fucking ran before they, they were like, you know what? Missing to
1: be Actually, like, we should figure out where that We should keep that guy around.
2: I couldn't believe how long it took them to be like, oh, we should look for this guy. I like, he... I've
1: never once heard of them I mean, fucking handling right. something like this appropriately. That's true. You know, every single yeah. one of these stories is. Like, watch a true crime documentary.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: That's
2: true. Yeah, he's fucking missing. They're finally taking it seriously. And it's like, this fucking coward ran. He's gone now. Because he's the one with the answers. So, of course, he ran. So, then this search is happening. They're starting to, like, check his phone, surveillance video. That's when we're starting to get all the video of his parents' backyard and people are starting to speculate is there a bunker under their yard which like it fucking looked like there was it Like, fucking under the looked garden. like there Ashley, was Ashley the you actually
1: it... showed me that yes yeah.
2: me and Ashley that's talked the, that's, that's about the, that's it the only we were thing sending I know each other videos it, the way it was set up looked like it was it looked like there was a hand coming this out this was of the one of the conspiracies
0: guys where there was, another conspiracy there was um, theory. someone flew a drone over their house because Mm -hmm. his parents have been weird since the beginning. It was very obvious that they were either trying to protect their son regardless. Or trying
1: trying to protect their son. Yeah,
0: Or trying to protect their son. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like Trying to protect him because they loved him or trying to protect him because they fucking knew what happened and they wanted whatever. And when Brian was missing, a drone was flown over their house and in their backyard. First of all, his parents are just like Mulling around, gardening. It was mm-hmm. their behavior from the get-go was very strange. So bizarre. They're very wealthy, affluent uh people in their area. And at one point, his mother was bending over a like garden bed in the yard. It honestly like got something to a looks percent. like she hands something to another hand under this garden. And the video was so convincing that i was like he's in the fucking yard. Yes, he's I in the backyard I believed
2: it i really thought he was down there and even the layout of their yard this is why i love the internet is people went to town being like oh this thing in the middle of their yard that's the chimney to make sure like
0: yes yeah, someone posted the basic layout of underground bunkers yeah, that you can buy like yeah that you can like not yeah. build your own like buy and it was the perfect layout of the backyard yes. with the shed and it the wow. two. Fit the it fit the laundry yard. It, yeah, completely. And I, I was like, I, I cannot. It. I, like, I believed it one hundred percent. Not sure if I don't still believe it. To be honest. <sighs> I mean I do, but but also yeah, some weird things have happened.
2: Um yeah, so they're they're on the search for him. We start to see these videos where we're like, Fuck, is he in the garden? (laughs) (laughs) Um then suddenly Brian's dad in early October joins the search and is like, you know, I will help after all. Yeah, and then October twentieth remains were found in an area that Brian Laundrie frequented for his hikes. Um, and it was his parents, which again was fishy, who came to authorities and said we found some of his belongings and also some human remains and we think this is our his son. His
0: parents, okay. This marsh was searched Multiple for a times. month. Multiple Multiple times. times. Yeah, I mean it's
1: fucking bullshit.
0: His parents show up Day within one. the hour. Yep. That his oh, parents oh, here, here show up for the quit. first here time, he is. Here's his backpack. they not only found his remains in one area, but a backpack with a, a notebook, notebook in another area. Yep. I'm sorry, what it's re- fucking bullshit. Well, supposedly they found out that it was him through his dental records, yeah. which yeah. leads me like to believe it teams. was at least a head.
2: It was some teeth is like they're not telling us a ton, but it sounds like
1: it was teeth ahead. I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if he wasn't dead. Same. I'm just saying the fact that his parents decide the first time they show up to help out in the search, they find his shit within an hour. They know exactly where it is. They positive. I come on. Come on. Mm -hmm.
0: I know. I agree with you. Come on.
1: October. It's like that's finding a needle in a stack of needles.
0: I know. Yeah. It's insane. It's, it's complete bullshit it's no matter wild. what. It's
2: wild. They had searched this area so many times and his parents are like, oh, here it here is. Here it is.
0: Why didn't you look here with your uh, with your dogs yeah, and your FBI units? I can't believe
2: you didn't see it. And then oh. the next day, October 21st, yup, by the dental records, it was identified as laundry. So then the country goes crazy. I was going to say the world. I don't know how involved the world is, but... Our country goes crazy of, like, fuck this coward. I remember having those thoughts of, like, yeah. if he's fucking dead, if he offed himself while he was hiking, like, that sucks because you had the answers and you took the easy way out and I'm pissed. So they just say, okay, laundry's dead. Gabby Petito has also been found dead now out in Utah where all these other dead bodies are. And, again, they find her body... I didn't even say this in the timeline because I was only focusing on laundry because fuck him and his family. But she had been found, as we know, a couple weeks earlier. And the autopsy revealed that it was, like, strangulation that Mm -hmm. killed her. So, like, she was murdered. Brian was the only person with her. Every witness account and body cam footage that we finally got says... These two were fighting. It was abusive. It was physical. Like, all of this has come out. Again, why the power of social media was important in this case is since then, like, people have come out on TikTok and said, I gave Brian Laundrie a ride on this date. It was, like, right before Mm -hmm. he drove the van back to Florida. Gabby was not with him. He was alone. He said he had been alone the whole time. No, you can't lie. When we we saw the the Instagram, exactly, you you guys were travel bloggers. It's just well, and also there were
0: there were uh, a lot of um, problems with the investigation as well. I saw a TikToker who got on, um, and she was like, "I found Gabby Petito's uh, Tumblr, her water Mm -hmm. bottle." With the exact same stickers, the exact same. She was like, like, it was was in this area that the FBI said they searched X amount of times. I found this water bottle. I sent a picture. I told Mm -hmm. the police I had it. They basically said, we don't care. She She showed the bottle that she found. And then she found footage from Gabby's Instagram from like a couple months ago. The exact fucking water bottle is there. And the police did not give a shit. Shocking. That I she know. found this evidence.
2: That's the thing is, like, people were coming forward with like exact like photos and videos of the van and saying, like, I saw it in this area. Mm-hmm. I saw I was like a here, weird guy. I ran into yeah, them. It's like, I saw these people. Pops didn't Something care. They off, didn't want my story. Like, no, we don't need that. We, we found that. Brian's we're, remains. It's we're too bu-
1: we're too busy standing around looking busy.
2: Yeah. We found his fucking teeth. It was a teeth. frustrating case it for was a lot so of reasons. It was so frustrating. And that, again, like we were talking about earlier, this case was unique because social media rallied around because we had so much evidence from not only their social media, but other people's because this was a popular hiking spot yeah. where she was found dead where it was like – Okay, all these people were here. They saw Brian alone, or they saw the two of them fighting. It was just all of it. It's such a unique moment, like for our country, for TikTok, honestly, for true like crime. for yeah. true crime and like the way that TikTok rallied around these people. But now it's sort of this case, unfortunately, is just like up in the air because Brian of... is apparently dead. Yeah, so Brian's you know,
0: apparently dead. There's a lot so of uh, hesitation for local law enforcement, which I understand. Yeah cooperating with you know internet sleuths sure and we just saw this recently on the tiger king documentary Yep. we uh we saw it in the documentary don't fuck with cats yeah we saw it with the gabby petito case Mm -hmm. i understand that you can't take every single um you know hint clue whatever that gets called in we've seen that multiple times you know the zodiac case how many people called in and gave like false information right. on the Zodiac case. You can't take everybody seriously. Thousands. You can't take everybody seriously, but there has to be some sort of unit, person, something that is is connected to social media or to uh, internet sleuths that actually takes people seriously right. because we have proven a couple times time, and time again that there are people who don't have a badge and don't have a certificate that can figure shit out for and you.
1: Don't have much of a social.
0: Life. And don't have a yeah. social life and spend all their time on I know, the fucking it's like, internet. We
2: appreciate you because we get so many answers. But like, yeah, you don't. Like the
0: don't fuck with cats people. Oh my they god, were they were the dedicated only all people time. that, and they told the police this guy's gonna kill a person. Yes, and they were correct. And they were correct. I know,
2: and a lot of people on Gabby's case were correct. And the thing is. It was nice to see some of them were taken seriously. There were a couple That's TikTokers true. that yeah. were like, they were posting a lot in the beginning, and then they came on and were like, hey, guys, I can't say much more because now I actually I'm am involved. Yeah, I'm yeah. cooperating, and I gave them my information, so I'm done here. And you see those cases. But then there's other people who, yeah, did go completely ignored. Yeah. You just sit there like, we have to figure this out because social media, it is a thing now, and we're all taking our pictures and our video,
0: yeah. capturing
2: things, and we have to FBI, have this like- FBI, catch
0: up. We right gotta true. get on our
2: level. Okay. That's right. Okay, but yes, we could talk about that all day. Yeah. I know you guys know about it. Again, now here's something that I will only like touch on briefly because most of us know about it. We talked about this when I had my sleepover a couple weeks ago. Robert Durst.
0: Bobby.
1: Bob Durst.
2: A lot of us know him from that HBO documentary, The Jinx.
0: Joey, why don't you give us a little
2: well, Bob Durst impression Yeah, I Durst. want to hear impression your impression and tell us what did he say at the end of that doc?
1: What did you do? Killed them all, of course.
0: <laughs> that's good. And that's the burping. Killed them all, of
1: course. <laughs> Real quick though, Robert Durst is still more likable than his brother.
0: B- very yeah, true. Very uh, true. <laughs> true. Still
1: true. more likable than his fucking worm sleaze ball <laughs> corporate fucking prick brother.
2: No, you're God. right. Can't believe that we like him more, but yeah. So we all know he was serving his life sentence in California for Mm -hmm. killing Susan, his confidant, his friend, who... Helped him through the shit that he did in his life. Helped him
1: with all of his murders. Yep, was
2: helping him (laughs) with his evil doings.
1: And that's why she got popped.
2: And that's why she got popped. So we knew he was serving his life sentence. We were all super excited. That documentary, like, God, that is the gold that we all hope from a true crime documentary. That's the gold standard. But then, the moment we were waiting for, he finally, this year, 2021 recap, baby, this Weak and weird, keep it weird. Welcome to the show. He finally got indicted for the murder of his wife, Kathy Durst, that we all fucking knew he did. But we went missing in
1: 1978. Yeah, it was like,
2: yeah, it was a long time ago. It was over 40 years ago. Yeah, it was like four decades ago. Y'all, he finally has been indicted for this, but it has been a struggle to. Like get him out of California and back to New York to actually pursue yep. this because then he got hit with COVID. COVID He was a apparently thing attached yeah, to yeah, a yeah. ventilator, but then they took a mugshot of him and he didn't need his ventilator, so then people started being like, How oh, sick actually are you? He's listen, he's Honestly, not well.
0: He's old as shit. He's going to die before the trial yeah. even starts. I can almost guarantee it. But I he's am going just going to die, but we're still excited yeah. that they are finally putting two and two together. He's
2: being charged and we're happy for that. Like he's going to die soon and whatever that's fine but like we all wanted that satisfaction of like yeah we knew about Susan but like we knew about your wife
0: first yeah. and like when are we gonna get and also that? don't forget about the dude you killed in um, Texas hell yes that you already went to trial for yeah.
1: Diz- killed and dismembered and then claimed self defense yeah
0: and got well, away well, with no. it but I also like my thing with Bob Durst is that I think there are more bodies than those mm-hmm. three people like I know for a fact he killed those three people yeah period we we all know that but certain. i think long he island, has something baby. to do with the bodies washing up in long island
1: so many bodies so many washing bodies. up on the shore you can't go, you can't go to the beach these days without a body rolling up on the shore it's <laughs> terrible it's i don't know terrible. we have
2: talked about this before and, and it's talked like about in the 90s episode we did and the mm. way that he kills to me shows that like he's done this before
0: the long island serial killer the way the bodies have been found which matches is like up. in suitcases or in bags dismembered into pieces it's the exact same way he killed his neighbor it matches. and it's probably the way he killed his wife it's the same area i just i don't buy it i don't buy that these are the only three bodies but even I if agree. they are Time to go, Bobby. Yeah.
2: I'm like, even if these were your only three bodies, only three is not a thing that we should even be saying.
0: Highly recommend everyone watches The Jinx on HBO if you haven't already. It's going to give you a breakdown of this entire case. And also and for once a satisfying ending. I don't
2: even mind spoiling that because I think a lot of us watch true crime docs and they're amazing. A lot yep. of them are so well done, but sometimes you do end and you're like, dang it, but we still don't, oh, know. But we don't know. But this one ends and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, he, d- he did it's it. good. He did it. Okay. Another one that Ashley talked about, not on the podcast, but on our clubhouse moment. Oh. The family that went... <gasps> First missing while hiking and then found dead two days later under very mysterious circumstances. So there was a family that went hiking and they – okay, listen. These people (laughs) were – it's important to say these people were like avid hikers. They knew what they were doing. This is a family. It's a couple with a one-year-old little girl and a dog. That is – the little hiking crew that went, they were originally from San Francisco, went hiking all the time, and then moved a little closer to the Mariposa area, it looks like, mm-hmm. and went hiking close to Yosemite. And they were in
0: the Sierra National Forest. The Sierra Forest. National Forest. Yeah. So they were avid hikers,
2: but I don't know if they knew how warm it got when they're not in San Francisco. So that is like one thing that we can give them. But basically, John Garish, his wife, Ellen Chung, went hiking with their daughter in this area in Mariposa. On August 14th, they were using an app to plan their hike in Devil's Gulch. And the next morning... Like, August 14th is when they planned it. The next morning, August 15th, they got off to an early start. They were hiking. They started at the Height Cove Trailhead. When they began, it was about 75 degrees, so they were, like, comfy cozy in their shorts and their tank tops. But then they got into the gulch, and that day, it was said to get up to a little over 100 degrees. Yeah. They were not wearing hats, and they only had one water bottle full of water and a little bit of formula-prepared bottles for their baby daughter. So this is like what they were found with, with everything basically being completed. Like their, the water bottle was empty. The formula only had like a tiny bit of residue left. They were found on August 16th after a babysitter showed up for her normal shift and said, they're not here. What's going on? And then people went out to look for them where they were hiking. It took two months For anyone to discover what happened to their bodies, it was this big mystery because, again, they were experienced hikers and all of them were dead. The dog, the baby, the parents. It didn't take two months to find them. No. Yeah. yeah, Like they found them the next day, but it was two months of we found these bodies because the babysitter alerted us that they were missing. We found them pretty quick. They were not that far from their car. They were on a trail. It was like it looked like they had almost completed their loop. Their bodies were found, but it just looked weird because there were, there were no gunshot wounds. There were no stab wounds. There was nothing to say there was foul play. It was just these dead bodies of these, again, I can't help but say, like, experienced hikers. All of their friends were like, they knew what they were doing. They told us about this hike. I don't buy their uh,
0: explanation. It doesn't explain the dog.
2: Right. And the dog, we still don't know. Did you hear that part of it? No. That's the thing. Is like, okay, all
0: four of them are found dead. They've gone through every single toxicology toxicology test. test, Nothing weird. First, it was um, poison algae. Oh yeah, there was the poison algae thing. Like there might have been poison algae. No, we all
1: know how common that is.
0: It might have been in the. I know that you were
2: maybe making a joke, but in the area there was, but there was none. They tested
0: it not that. They were good. They thought, "Oh, maybe it's carbon dioxide from the mines." They nope. weren't near
2: any mines. No.
0: They thought, "Oh, maybe it's this from the No, nothing. nothing. There no was drugs. no they no weren't alcohol, poison. They no weren't nothing. drugs. They weren't anything. No guns, no knives." And it ended with that they died of heat exhaustion. Hyperthermia.
2: Yeah, not hypothermia, which is about hyperthermia, heat which exhaustion. is just overheating. Yeah. And Again, I think I mentioned this before. They weren't wearing hats. They were in tank tops and shorts. They only had one water bottle to their family, which friends even said was weird because, again, they're experienced. They thought they knew, like, hey, you're going on a really hot day for this hike. None of them were wearing hats. They had one water bottle and a little bit of formula for their baby. Water bottle was emptied. Formula was almost completely See, emptied. Was, there and There was were a little water later. left in the water a tiny bottle. bit. Because they were able to test able to see to if anything it. was weird in it. But the area where they were hiking normally would have been shaded, but because of fires a few years prior, a lot of the trees had burned mm-hmm. down, so they didn't have any shade and were basically just hiking in 107 degrees for a couple of hours. Yes. The baby. Which, With absolutely. a baby. So it's great, saying great they're parenting. saying that's why they yeah. died. But I believe it feels, that. But it feels weird.
0: But why did the dog die? Why did the dog Dogs die? Dogs have instincts. There's a water source nearby. Mm -hmm. Why would the dog not – the natural instincts of the dog to me would be to go away and seek uh, a cool area. A cooler area and a water source. Even if it had
2: been the toxic algae water source, but again, there was no toxic algae
0: found. So it's like why did the dog seek the water? eventually your natural instincts kick in. Even if the dog's like, this is my family. Eventually. They would try to be like, if the family died, for example, dog would eat the family. Like that's what happens. That's what happens with your natural, instinctual, whatever. If I die in this apartment, Penny's going to eat me. She loves me very much. She's going to eat me. But that's why it's funny
2: you say that because when you look at any summary of this case, it's like, hey, we've given our last report. This family died of hyperthermia and we're closing the case. Case. Still don't know about the dog But what we're making an assumption That he also died of heat stroke And it's like, did he? Did he?
0: Cases closed, heat, heat and probably
2: that's what happened to the dog too But that is how it was left
0: Sad Super sad Yeah, either way, it's horrific That makes me so sad I also feel Why did it take two months to tell us they died of heat exhaustion?
2: I isn't there a way to tell that from the toxicology? Very quick, aren't
0: they? Not, I mean, not like overnight. Uh, maybe I'm just being a conspiracy yeah, theorist. Don't... I'm just saying it's weird. I know Let's... nothing.
2: I'm sure there's going to be someone who writes in and is like, do you know how toxicology works? And I'll say, no. no. I, I would,
1: like I that. would assume no. that not only is there a complicated scientific process, <laughs> right. I would say that there's an even more complicated bureaucratic process <gasps> that takes place beforehand. Joe hitting us with you those
0: truth just... bombs once again. I'm sure that a lot
1: of different forms have to door. be signed by a lot of different people.
0: You're right. You're right. I know I've been talking forever,
2: this case is wild, and I haven't seen anybody post about this in our Facebook group, but have you heard of the Murdaugh murders down in South Carolina? I have not. No. There is an unsolved double murder of a mother and a son from a prominent legal family in rural South Carolina that has been going on since June, and there are a lot of twists and turns to it. So there's a kid named Paul Murdaugh. He's 22 years old at the University of South Carolina. Him and his mother, Maggie, age 52, were found shot to death at their expansive estate in South Carolina on June 7th. Wow. Alex Murdaugh, the father and husband, found them and called 911 saying, I just happened upon these bodies. I just got them. It was home. Alex. It was I Alex I don't know what Murdaugh. to do. I know. I that's what you know. would say. So, law enforcement has released very information who has released very little information about this case, but it's known that two separate guns were used and that the bodies were found outside and very far from each other on the estate. Shit. No suspects have been publicly named, but one of the family's lawyers recently said, "I think it's personal." At the time of the death, Paul, the son, was facing three felony charges because of a boating under the influence charge from 2019. There was a boat crash that killed a 19-year-old girl, a friend of his named Mallory Beach, and also severely injured two others. The deadly crash spurred a ton of lawsuits that they were going too fast, that all the kids on the boat were drunk. But it got dismissed for a very long time because the Murdoch family is, like, wealthy. – They're wealthy and they're lawyers Ah. in the town.
1: And that's why they're dead.
2: And – exactly. And they're friends with the cops, all the things. And, like, of course, that's why they're dead. It's, like, it's just a movie playing out, you guys. But it got swept under the rug for a long time. Finally, it came back into investigation, and they believed that Paul, the son, had possible obstruction of justice in the case because he was lying and he was saying, like, I didn't drink, blah, blah, blah. So now it was coming back to the surface. He was going to go to court for this after it being swept under the rug, and then he got murdered. So then, three months later, Alex Murdaugh was shot in the head on the side of a Hampton road. the dad? The dad. Three months later, was shot in the head on the side of a Hampton country road in which he later confessed to police, like a week later because it immediately looked fishy, that he had orchestrated the whole thing so that he could give his one surviving son, Buster, his $10 million insurance policy, and he had to make it look like he was shot instead of committing suicide because then the insurance wouldn't have paid out
1: that's true
2: so now because he admitted it because they were all like you didn't fucking commit suicide we can tell or like attempt to commit suicide he now is facing charges of conspiracy to commit insurance fraud and falsifying falsifying a police report so his lawyers say that he he was just trying to help his son but also they're saying like He definitely had nothing to do with his wife and his son. Like, this was a personal attack. They're sticking to that. But then it comes out. He had been stealing from the law firm, like, millions of dollars and had actually been let go shortly before the murder of his wife and son. And also, after this fake suicide or attempted suicide report, he got put into rehab for drug addiction because he was out of his mind on painkillers. Holy shit. So this guy is, like, stealing money, he's on drugs, he's not looking great, but he's still on trial and saying, like, no, it's all fine. So he is still going to trial and all of this still has to happen. But then more stuff starts coming out besides him stealing money, faking his own death, all the things – Two weeks after Paul and Maggie Murdaugh were murdered, the police announced that information that had been obtained during the investigation led them to reopen the death of a 19-year-old boy named Stephen Smith, whose body was found along that same road that Alex had faked his suicide back in 2015. Stephen Smith's case went cold after investigators and medical experts could not agree on whether his death was a hit and run or he was killed elsewhere and placed here. There just wasn't enough evidence, but his mom always fought and said he was murdered. Someone was after him. I know this for a fact. Shit. And now it is coming out that the Murdoch family was involved with this boy. Shit. And probably Whoa. did it on that same side road. And then it also came out. Um, there was a separate death investigation on September 15th into the 2018 death of the Murdaws' housekeeper and nanny. Gloria Rich Satterfield. people, dude.
0: Rich fucking I people, dude. Seriously. I'm like,
2: I feel like I'm reading a soap opera, but that's why I was like, how have we not talked about this? Gloria Satterfield, age 57, used to work for Alex and Maggie Murdaw for about 20 years. She was their loyal nanny and made she was injured in a fall in their house and she later died in a hospital and everyone at the time just chalked it up to she fell she tripped over something and fell down the stairs but as things have started coming out they're starting to look into it and are finding out that her family has always been like very suspect of the Murdaws and said that their mom was like saying some weird things yeah, she
1: probably saw something or found something she wasn't she supposed to see and she got stairs. pushed down a flight of stairs or something
2: exactly so and it has now come out that an autopsy was never completed because no, they not. just said she just fell and it was fine they left it at that so now they're also reopening that case um also like alex murdoch's attorneys are basically just like We don't have much at this time, but they're going forward with the case. He, again, sticks with that he didn't murder his wife and his son. And honestly... After hearing the story, I don't know that he did, but I'm like, I also don't doubt that many people are after you because you guys
1: sure seems have like also you're in, killed
2: off other sh- people. Sure seems
1: like you're involved in something that causes a lot of people around you to turn up dead. Yeah, isn't that you, weird? You person. might not be pulling the trigger or having somebody pull the trigger, but there's no doubt that it's because of you that these people are dead.
2: Yep. Oh, and also...
1: And your son, who apparently killed a bunch of people while being a drunk little rich kid on a boat. A
2: drunk idiot on a boat, exactly. One more little fact is, like, on top of the nanny and housekeeper, like, like her autopsy never being performed and them just leaving it at that, Alex Murdaugh, the father of the family, said that he would pay their family all of this money because of what they went through with their mother dying and they never got the payout. So they're also suing on that. On top of the investigation being reopened, the sons of the nanny are saying, we also want our money. This case is wild. Stay tuned because Alex Murdoch still has to go to court and there's a lot happening, but yeah, Lord in heaven. Wow. I know. My, my Shit.
0: You're right. That is like a a soap opera. Crazy. But it definitely. I can't believe we've
2: never even mentioned it. I found it and was like, hello?
0: Hello? No one? No one. Well, that's the thing about, you know, quote unquote crimes like this is that not only do these people know police, they have connections in that area. They have connections with media too. Like why would we find this out? Yeah. They've been keeping it quiet. Yeah. Well, that's fucking crazy. All right. To wrap up the show. Yes. This hasn't technically happened yet, mm-hmm. but it's going to happen next month, and holy shit. We are launching, and by we, I do mean me and Lauren. It's us, personally. It's us. So remember our names. Joe's helping. No, I'm just kidding. Joe was an assistant. Uh, NASA is launching the James Webb Space Telescope on December 18th, 2021, this thing has been delayed time and time again for years, but once it's up there, and of course, if, if we can successfully launch it, according to NASA, there are about 344 different ways it can fail. Not the most chill. That's it? That's it. But that's all- So
1: you're telling me there's a chance.
0: <laughs> but this telescope is so powerful that we will be able to look at every phase of cosmic history. No. No. Including the first glows after the Big Bang that created our universe and the formation of our galaxies, stars, and planets that fill it today. What?
2: It's too wild. I'm obsessed with it.
0: Guys, I joked with Joe that the 18th is when we're going to be pulling into Illinois. And wouldn't it be crazy if we saw like this giant being pulling apart stars and creating a universe and everyone on Earth went absolutely fucking bonkers. (laughs) But there we are nestled by a fire in the middle of nowhere, like with a bunch of like dry food storage. But...
1: Just being like, well, sometimes life just works out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. The frustrating news for us and scientists is that it's going to take about seven or eight months to even see an image. Rude. But I want it now. But I, I want it now. Call JG Wentworth. 877-CASH-NOW. I
2: need instant gratification. Basically,
0: this telescope is going to launch from the French Guiana on the 18th. It will travel for about a month until it reaches an orbit of about one million miles away from Earth. During those 29 days, Webb will unfold its mirrors and unfurl its sunshield. The process involves thousands of parts that must work perfectly in the right sequence. They won't. Stressful.
2: That is built, so much built, pressure. Built by the yeah. lowest like, bitter.
0: Yeah. Then it will go through a period it's of commissioning good. in space that lasts for six months, which involves cooling down the instruments, alignment, and calibration. All of the instruments will have to be tested from Earth. Then it will begin to collect data, and the first images will come to us later in 2022. Thousands of scientists and me, Ashley Cassidy, have been waiting years to see what (laughs) Webb will show us. If this thing works, it will change the world. And no one's some been people, longer than Ashley. no one's been waiting longer than me. Even the scientists are like, "This is new to us." But Ashley Cassidy has day one. been. She's got her waited. finger on so the pulse. She's on the ground
1: floor in this okay. project.
0: <laughs> some people listening might be like, "Wait a minute, hold up! How can we see the past?" Well, well, well. Please let me refer you to season three, episode twenty-three, entitled "Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey Stuff." where Joe, Handsome Joe himself, explains quantum physics and there time is. dilation to us. And Thank you, Joe. And did do
1: a horrible job of it, oh, you might did I add. a
2: fabulous job.
1: Thank you.
0: No,
2: really I did. You really that. did. Thank no, I've you pointed, pointed me it out to other it. people to be like, if you want to understand more, because I fucking
0: didn't. Here you go. Here you go. This is a funny guy telling you. You taught us. The simplified version has to do with the speed of light and a measurement we know as light years. So if you look at a star that is 30 light years away, what you will be seeing is light from 30 years ago. The same applies to stars and galaxies that are millions of light years away. And the mirrors that are set up on this telescope, you guessed it, will allow us to look at our own galaxy, which is pretty fucking
2: Cool. Take a look at yourself in the mirror, galaxy.
0: Uh 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 So, yeah, so uh, this time next year, we should know how our galaxy was formed. And either we'll see you then, or the world will be on fire.
2: See you then, or I will see you on
0: another time. Or maybe both.
2: As Paul Rudd said. And that's kind of how it feels (laughs) in that situation. See you never.
0: That's all the time we have for 2021. Keep it weird. Fuck you, no, 2021. Yeah, it's that really, really weird. weird. We're ending it say. very early this year. And it's just feels our last strange. Time being together in this I know. Room. I can't talk I'm about not it. Well. I will cry. Thank you guys so much for listening to our show and hanging out with us in season five. We want to make sure we have a season six. So head over to our Patreon at weird keepitweirdpodcast and donate to our show so we can keep this party going. Joey, thank you so much for joining us today. We love having you on the show.
1: Pleasure. Thank You're you for including me. It was wonderful getting to record with Lauren again. I know. It's been a while and uh, I look forward to uh more three-way recording <laughs> sessions.
0: Oop. Oh, you, you said it. We really do hope to be back with you once more this year if we can. For a Christmas special or a three-way, which will be found on <laughs> RedTube, is that a thing still? Oh, I was going to uh, say OnlyFans. But- <laughs> OnlyFans. You fans. can find our three-way on RedTube. <laughs>
2: RedTube OnlyFans.
0: Thank you in advance for being patient with us when it comes to episode releases on the Patreon and getting back to messages and emails, etc. Make sure you follow us on social media at Keep It Weird Cast or join our Facebook group because we will keep you in the loop on everything we've got going on, and definitely definitely check out our merch store on Public by visiting www.keepitweirdcast.com slash merch and get yourself something nice for Christmas um, it may not be fair it could be seen as a real cop out but Joe what's our sign off this week oh, god damn it I Hell knew that's what yeah. you were doing that's
2: not a fucking yeah. cop out that's the best sorry okay. that's kind of our Alrighty, thing Joe, give it to us straight.
0: you should have seen it coming I know right like, I have always, you ever even been on this show? I have you ever been on this show? Forget.
1: I forget. I forgot until you were Ashley? like, Joe. And it was like,
0: fuck! Yeah. It's rough for you, huh? I like to think about the lessons we learned.
1: In the spirit of the... Friendship? Ending of chapters and the beginning of new chapters, I'll just say, mm-hmm. see you around.
0: Baba Booey. Baba Booey.
1: And, and also, <laughs> Baba <boo-y. laughs> Baba Booey. Baba <laughs>
2: And keep it weird. Guys, see you around.
0: Keep it weird. We love you. We love you so much. Speaking of shout outs, I do want to give a warm welcome and a huge thank you. Are you? What are you doing?
1: (laughs) Just partying.
0: Honestly, just partying.
1: (laughs) Thought it was a party. Thought you guys were cool. (laughs) <laughs> you blowing up my spot what's going on
2: man? you had said anything else except for just partying i would have been mad no i wouldn't have been mad either way but that was hilarious just partying, just partying. i'm just partying isn't that what we're doing no it's God, fine we I have hope he has that up. you know he's got
1: as you were the the stuff. as you are don't worry about it
0: damn oh, all right oh speaking God. of shout outs